Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is... I got you, boo. Hello, hello. Sup? (laughs) There it is. If you want to know what the mood is. (laughs) What you just heard was AMQ's final fuck being given. Listen, I had a headphone fiasco. This is a third pair of headphones I've worn. (laughs) At least I'm not using the Pac-Man ones. Pac-Man? No. Walkman. Walkman. Same genre, same era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She came in to this screen, was like, oh, (laughs) she had like the headphones and that had the microphone. I was like, no, no, no. So she goes, oh, okay, I'll be back. And all I hear is like rustling in the back with her and Andrew talking. She comes back with these, you know, those 90s style Walkman like hook behind your ear. And then I was like, what in the Darth Vader looking mother? It goes to show you how good he is with his stuff that it's like 30 years old. And he's still they're like in pristine condition. They're like, they're like yo-yos. You like pull out the length of the whatever the. Oh my God. That, those didn't work either because they're fucking, you know, from the nineties and we're in the two, we're not in the 1900s anymore. Y'all we're in the 2000s. That audio really messes with my emotions. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my man. gosh. So now I'm wearing Bluetooth ones because I have a problem where I've been recording this podcast for <laughs> over a year. <laughs> With one AirPod in because only one AirPod works. So we're just going to invest. 41 episodes of only one AirPod. <laughs> and then she had the moment where she was like, wait, am I am I echoing or is this just what it sounds like? Yeah. To, like record with both ears We should ears have been recording that. In. That was a full. I know. That was, that was like full was bloopers like, behind the scenes. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're even saying. I can't hear your hearing. Then my husband decided it was a good idea to go close to touching the microphone, and I went all the way off. He just went, he like hovered his hand over as if to like move it out of the way. And she was, don't even think about touching <laughs> that microphone. And he put his hands up. Listen, we have PTSD from audio. We have PTSD. Yeah. yeah. Don't, it's not, it's the microphone's not the audio. Don't touch, don't, don't touch the microphone. I'm telling Malin. <laughs> The headphones, the headphones are not the microphone. They're two separate entities. <laughs> like, now, now if anything's messed are. up with the audio, blame Matt, may, blame Mr. AMQ. Yeah. We get confused with our Andrew sometimes. Yeah. I don't call either of them Andrew, so <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what is weird, though, have you noticed that when Malin sends us back the final cut of the episodes, he signs them Andrew? Yeah. I think that's, I think I that's just the- his default. Oh. On his Gmail. Yeah, but it's like when you call me Amanda. What do you want me to do? Like duck under the desk and come back? Like when you say AMQ? Because I don't respond to Amanda. I do that as like a subtle verbal either note of listen up or (laughs) how serious I'm trying to convey. Or it's for dramatic effect. Or sometimes when I whisper to you, you're like, Amanda, when you whisper, it's serious. When you whisper, I'm like, she's going to do either about to snap. Yeah. Usually it's snapping or like 
or like it, or Andrew's asleep. <laughs> it's usually yeah. snapping. Yeah, yeah. Or she sounds like she's in like also, a. We're both wearing plaid. Oh, we didn't even plan our our plaid matching. We didn't. Look at that. So hey guys, <laughs> welcome back. That was one of the times where we forgot that there were people listening. <laughs> yeah, so glad you're here. If anything, I think February has really, especially with this last episode. Uh, well, not last, because I have no idea when this is coming out, but our first episode of February with Dr. Allison is really the send it for TMI. Like, there's no going, like, this is, don't worry, it continues, though. It's just like a, a constant rolling of TMI. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, now I feel like all gloves are off. Let's talk about it all. We've yeah. talked about anything we possibly, you know. Let's get a poop specialist on and just cover the whole gamut. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no? Listen, everybody poops. You said you read that you, book to your kids. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like BYOP. Bring, Bring your, your own poop. poop? <laughs> what are we going to do? Like audibly, like he's <laughs> they're going to just, hey, can you tell me? Thanks so much. It's green. Like, come on. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's the most vegan thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to hear a, a vegan joke no. that I heard? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Not a poop joke. <laughs> oh, they're going to tell a story. I had a vegan joke. It was like today at my yoga studio. And I was like, is she it, like, I was like, is that person being serious? Or does she realize she's saying something funny? Or I'm not sure. So I had to ask her and she was telling a joke. And I was like, okay, good. Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, if yeah. you weren't, then it was a missed pun. And we can't have those. So she said, um, some some have told me that going vegan was a was a huge missed steak. <laughs> missed st oh, As like, a, you don't eat red meat. That's the joke there, people. Yeah, that was. I thought it was really funny. I was like, that is mm. good. But first day back in the yoga studio, and people are already making punnies. Okay, <laughs> that's how you knew that was the universe. Just this is where I'm supposed to be. Making <laughs> Making the right choice. Yeah. So speaking of that, we'll do a little vibe check. How's that going? Tell the people what you're even doing there and why you're there. Yeah. So two years ago, you know, pre Panini, I was in a really good schedule of, because I work out at home, like Becca works out at home. We, we, we move our bodies at home mostly. And I needed, I had gone full time with my coaching business and I just like missed people, like people that not, were not we're not one dimensional on a screen. So I was like, I'm going to start practicing yoga outside. And I joined one of my local um, studios and just, I love it. It's hot yoga. So it just like, you just come out and it feels like you've been in a sauna and it's like your nerves are all firing and it's just so great. So I applied for this thing called an energy exchange, which essentially you give some of your time and you get a free membership. And then obviously you're just around more and you get to know the community. And so I had applied, was going to start. Did my was going to do my first shift on the second week of March, and naturally they shut down, of course, because it was March 2020. So oh I gosh. literally, this has been two years in the making because the studio keeps like opening for 1.2 seconds and closing, then opening, then closing, and so it's been kind of tough to like come in and train and do all those types of things. But now we feel we're just going to keep it positive here, and we think we're like on the up and ups with these lockdowns. So. T today was my first like official shift on my birthday. I went and like learned all the things. And so today I did way too much movement. I'm going to be so sore tomorrow, but it was, I walked out of that studio being like, we're just really realizing what an extrovert I am because I 
was just like at my best. Like I was just operating at my highest frequency, like seeing people I hadn't seen in two years, like my instructor's Portuguese. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. We're like speaking in Portuguese. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I connected with, you know, a lady who had both of her girls in her forties and also has struggled with pregnancy loss. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a great heartwarming day. Like it's just those moments in life. Like you just said, where you're like, Yep. Okay. This is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm really excited to be able to get out of the house. I'm doing it every Thursday. So it's super, Thursday's a great day. The episode comes out like every Thursday is I got you boo day. Make sure I give myself enough time to like talk to the people about our new episode. And then I head to the studio (laughs) to the people. (laughs) Although I didn't do that today. So whatever, but you know, I'm, I'm working into my schedule, but it was so awesome. It's just like a change of scenery. Like you said this earlier, like for me, it's, I've just been in my condo for lack of a better phrase, like just trapped here for two years. So it's just nice to be able to like once a week, it's something to look forward to. Am I doing like manual labor and cleaning? Yeah. Is it kind of gross? Yeah. But whatever. I get a free membership out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Energy exchange. Okay. Vibe check on your fucking weird week. Also, yes. Energy exchange. Isn't that a great... Like, That's such a yoga way of explaining it. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought you made it up and I was like, she would call it what? an energy exchange. But ser- dead ass. I, when you said energy exchange on, when you were explaining it on your Instagram, I was like, this bitch would call it an energy exchange. I didn't realize that was what it was actually called. You thought I was just like naming an internship? Yeah. That? Like it's just like an apprenticeship. No, no. I thought you were, that's like how you were like describing it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. But now that it's the actual, now that I know it's the actual term, I'm like, that's the most yoga studio phrase I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. It was painful though today. I knew I could not do any of it. It was very humbling. Like stuff that I, I mean, I used to teach a Pilates yoga fusion class and I was in one today and I literally couldn't do anything. And I was so frustrated. And then I told my instructor, who's the lady who's Portuguese and had her babies at 40 and so cool. And she was just so awesome. She was saying all the things that like we say to ourselves, but like in the moment, it's hard to say. She was like, Amanda, like you've been through a lot, girl. Yeah. The last few months, like you also haven't practiced on a mat with someone else telling you what to do in two years. Like you're fine. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you yeah. need to hear it from someone else, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. And then yeah. she's like saying it in English and in Portuguese, you know, like it's like that, you know, that reel where it's like, you cannot pour from an empty cup. <laughs> That one? No, no. You don't know that one? Oh, we have to put it on the pod I don't page. I so. I'm saying it slowly because you don't oh, okay. yeah, seem yeah. to listen to me. So she said it to me in English and then in Portuguese. And oh it was my like gosh. A, it was like a bum bum, like in case you didn't listen to me in English. And I was like, right, this right. woman has known me for 35 seconds and she already knows I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Damn. Shit, that's oh my terrible. gosh. I'm like, what vibe am I giving out that she feels like she needs to repeat herself? Maybe she's psychic. like, eyes here, Amanda. Listen to what I'm saying. I was like, ah, okay. eyes here. <laughs> eyes here, coach. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. tell me about yeah. your uh, you know what, your weeks have just they're all the same, <laughs> just, really. They're not all the same. They're just kind of a variation of like the pendulum swinging chaos. so far. Like it's like, did it go all the way or did it go like part way and hang out there for yeah. a while? <laughs> 
I mean, we haven't had a... I'm using air quotes loosely because typical full year of our full week of schools yet in 2022. And we're approaching the middle of February. Like we're done the like, and it's just like I explained to you in the voice note earlier today that it sounds very dramatic, but the best way I can explain it is I have an idea of how the week's going to go every Monday Mm. when it starts, but it has quite literally never gone the way that I have planned it. Sometimes that changes day to day. Sometimes it's hour to hour. You just have to like roll with the punches. And I think at first coming back from this pandemic, I was like almost taking it personally. Like this must be my fault that these things are happening, but really it's the complete, that's not the case. So no, now that we're like, we've gone through the stages of stress to burnout to disappointment and upsetment. Now it's just like, I have to laugh at it. And just remind myself. I mean, myself some of it's that, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, some of it's like you can't even. If I if I went through my day to day, like, and I gave like let's say hour checkpoints in on like what happened in the last hour, every hour of the school day, just one day, you'd be like, this can't, this isn't fucking real. This isn't, this isn't ex- the only reason I know is because I get the updates. Yeah, <laughs> but it's hard to believe. But what I tell you is, this is like maybe thirty minutes of a day. Yeah, that's so imagine eight hours, right? Yeah, it's like no, no one would even believe you. So I was like, you know what? No. Listen, all I know is that I will be able to handle it, <laughs> whatever happens, and lean back on that and just like surrender to it and just enjoy, roll with the punches, go with it. You have to switch up your whole schedule because this isn't great. You need to pull this kid for something great. <laughs> just take I'm so him. glad you're not an Enneagram eight. <laughs> You would just, your eyeball would be twitching at all times. Like it just wouldn't be good for you. Listen, there's like, some, there's some people that are, and I'm like, you can't, you quite literally can't. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not going to be good for you. Like if I was in your position, no. I don't know what I would do. I would just, I don't know that I, I just don't know. I would yeah. just be a stress case. Cause it's just like, I'm such a control freak. So yeah, I keep saying Having- I'm working on it, but then I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> You are though. There's just sometimes you do a take backseat <laughs> or like I, I do. You said it earlier. Like I, I do the, like, I'll be like, mm, I'm yeah. going to dip. I'm going to just dip my toe. I like yeah. it. It's warm. Okay. I can hang out here. No, I don't want to. I don't like water. <laughs> like, Not this one. I don't feel like getting, I don't feel like getting my toes wet today. All right. Yeah. That's all. But that's also fine. It's better than like, not, you know, I used to be yeah. like, no, <laughs> immediately, no. immediately no. Yeah. Absolutely the fuck not. I'm like, let's fucking try it on. Let's walk around in it. You know, like when you get like, you know, when you get some clothes that you're uncomfortable in, you're like, let's put it on that round the house. That's how I feel about basically everything in life. Yep. Yep. I actually have spent a lot of time naked this week. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dropped your dick. (laughs) Can you still hear me? Everything's fine. Everything's fine, Malin. See, I'm used to having only one. And the one that I'm not used to having fell out of my ear. My ear probably isn't shaped for it anymore. The face she just made was like immediately panicked because she dropped her ear fo- earbud in case you guys are wondering what I just went off tangent on. Her eyes bugged out of her head like, oh, no. Oh, no. Everything's great. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about. You were talking about wearing clothes because I was like, blah, blah, oh, yeah, blah. yeah. Clothes around the it house. was a lot of it was a lot of naked time because I have found that as much work as you do, it's so it's we're so quick when we feel like we're annoyed with anything else in the world to talk shit on ourselves. Like how wild is that? That like, oh, I'm feeling like really annoyed at something that has nothing to do with my body, nothing to do with food. And like here I am going for things like why? But what? it's because listen. From from a control freak, I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because 
that's the only real thing sometimes that we feel like we have control over. And even if you're being mean, you, you, you decide what you're saying. So it's like you decide what you're eating, like what you're reaching for. You decide what you're saying. You decide what you're thinking and you can't really decide what's going on everywhere else. So this is something you have control over, but it's crappy because it's like, we also have the control to fucking be nice. Like we don't have to be mean. Yep. So I was like, nope, that's it. Take your clothes off, strip this shit off. So I take your clothes off. Take your clothes off. Take your top off. I used to say that all the time. My Bruno just so Bruno's just like, oh, mom's. He's again. over me. So all this to say, we didn't have school today. Plot twist. <laughs> there was a speaking, power outage. Speaking of, we randomly. I was up. I was about to take my pre workout and get to moving. My AirPods were plugged in to charge to record tonight. And my phone starts ringing. And I'm like, something. And it says my school name. And I'm like, something horrible is happening. That's weird. Yeah. Like well, that early in the morning. It's a panic. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, especially because when, if there was like a snow day or anything, it's much earlier. We actually got it very late. Like usually oh, right. those calls come in at like five or four 30 in the morning. So that way no one's like, cause some of those kids get on, on their way at, at yeah. 6 15 in the morning and yeah. they're on like an, the bus for like an hour, which is terrible. So yeah, I was like, wait, wait, this is, I just started laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, we have a whole campus wide power out. Of course we do. I also know when something's wrong or weird. Cause like I don't message back. You usually message me first in the morning. And Uh I didn't, you didn't message me this morning until later. Cause you went back to bed. (laughs) Yeah. I know. You know what? And I was like, okay, well I could just start my day right now. I was like, no, I'm tired of shit. I'm going to go back to bed for a few hours. Forget it. Like everything else will be done. I'm going to honor my rest. Uh, Anyway, here we are. I do have what the actual fuck. W-T-A-F. Did I say it right? Yeah. There is a show on A&E. I think it's A&E. That's the only other show I watch besides Bravo. Um, And it's called. of these channels. God bless. I don't know how. But it's called. It's a reality show. It is called Adults Adopting Adults or something oh, like that. Adopting oh my, adults. You know what? I think I, I don't know that I thought, I don't think I knew that it was a show, but I saw this somewhere on Instagram for like five seconds. I thought it was just someone sharing like an article. No, absolutely. I watched 20 minutes of it and I was like, I'm having a very physical reaction to this show. It's, it can't be real. Like, it can't be real. How is it even a thing? I mean, it might be a thing, but like, are the the adults that are getting adopted, like, are they like in, like, do they need adopting? Our age. No, they're our age. So they're independent. So wait, are they being adopted so that they can be like provided for or like, are they being adopted so they can like officially be like accepted within a family? Cause like, listen, the family you choose, you know what I mean? Maybe I didn't watch enough of it. Yeah, like, maybe I didn't like, watch just it. Just fucking but, do decide who your family is. I mean, I just feel like when you're an adult, you just you can choose that, right? You can be like, right, right, right. my people. But like, if it's because they need to be provided, I don't. That's just I'm very confused by this. Especially because <laughs> the one the episode that I did watch for 20 minutes, they had tried before before like adopting this new this girl who's also who was pregnant. So they were gonna what? adopt. Yeah, they were gonna be adopting her and then also being grandparents at the same time. And the wife goes, the reason why we've tried this journey before. And the reason why it didn't work is because I'm going to call him Chaz. Chaz fell in love 
with the girl that we were going to be adopting. So it's a big concern of mine. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Oh my God. And then he comes into the interview screen and he's like, uh, well, she was just like really attractive. So I couldn't help myself. No, no, (laughs) wait. (laughs) And these people are still together and they're trying to adopt again. Oh no. Correct. So they're like, we're trying it again. We're going to welcome her home. And they're making like welcome home signs for her. And the wife's just like, like grilling him about these. She's obviously very insecure and obviously, well, yeah, this is very concerning for her. Rightfully so. And she's like asking him these questions and he's like, you just like hand me my milkshake. I'm like done talking about this. I was like, he seems hype. And like, he's like getting off to this girl, like being pregnant and being her dad, but then also her grands, like a grandson. Uh, see, like I like <laughs> reality TV, but no, no, never, never did I say that all of it's good. <laughs> you, you sure didn't you sure but like because this is that sounds that's i mean correct i mean that's i don't very- know i haven't i've i refuse to invest any time so maybe i'm we're both wrong here and like the people that maybe adopted like genuinely need to be i don't know adoption's great i don't even know that was I'm a pro thing. adoption but this whole Absolutely. adults thing that sounds weird Absolutely. why unless they needed to be provided for that's what but adoption even then- is like yeah, but you shouldn't need to be provided for if you're 30 plus or even 20 plus. But if you are, why do you need to be adopted to do like you could get your name? Cha- and I get that. Like you've seen people. Oh, my gosh. Those videos talk about a rabbit hole. Those videos of like gifting their stepfather adoption papers. Yeah. To sign totally. like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But this is that a total. Sense. This is like it's it's a weird like sugar. It feel, it gives sugar daddy vibes. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's not reality TV. I'm but like. <laughs> Daddy vibes, like father vibes. Daddy like zaddy, <laughs> like a sugar zaddy. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, Ugh, that's my what the like fuck those thing. Instagram messages you get the worst. Which I've been tempted to just see what happens. You know what? I know there was one t- when they first started coming through. Like before it became a thing, I was like Andrew, like what should I say? And he's like, you should just try. <laughs> like you should just like see what happens. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what if they like send me money through my PayPal and somehow hack my life? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just too worried about that weird stuff happening. Should I do it for the pod? For the good of yeah, the pod? Like just if like, you know, when people are like, I'd like, yeah, when they send and it's, I'm like, <laughs> is this a real account? Like, I don't even like, if you want a photo of my feet, I'd be, you know, go for it. Cause they're gross. So if that's what you want, <laughs> that's want to send me $400. Cool. Make sure it's USD because that's more for me in Canadian. Like I would do it. (laughs) What's the currency exchange on this sugar daddy setup? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I don't know. I mean, I think you should do it as a social experiment. (laughs) What if I accidentally become a millionaire though? I won't do anything What do you mean accidentally? (laughs) Who cares? That's great. Like suddenly, suddenly it goes great. Great. And like, I didn't have to do anything. I won't do anything weird. Listen, don't worry. Every, mom, there, my mom's going to immediately panic text me hearing this being like, Rebecca Marie, absolutely not. There are normal people who have, I don't know what I mean by normal really as I'm saying it, but <laughs> yeah, who yeah. have OnlyFans accounts and like, you don't know who they're, oh, it's just true. parts of their hand or like their feet. And honestly, I don't know who I was, somebody was like being interviewed that I watched and it was like, listen, if you're not on OnlyFans, like you're, it's big mistake because you can make really good money doing like stuff that not necessarily is right back. Just people are just like, I like feet. And then yeah. somebody, I, don't, I was talking to somebody and they're like, AMQ, you should really get into it. Cause like, you know, you're small. 
So like you have small hands and small feet and people have fetishes for that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's fucking I disgusting. Just, I just don't know that I like, I don't it's like not, my, I don't like my feet. Like, I don't like my feet. So like, do I want someone else loves it? Yeah. I have to take photos of them and then upload them. No, just put it on self timer and put like, put like, um, <laughs> what? And like put flowers behind them to make them look yeah. like what the or fuck? Or like hold thing, hold things between them. <laughs> Listen, there's a, there is a, an avenue and a, and a desire for anything these days. Oh yeah. Something for everyone for sure. But yeah. do you boo? Dream big. Oh, we we just went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, there we are. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, shall we? We're talking about self abandonment. How do? What did that feel like for when it happened for you? All of the things. Did you have a very distinct moment though? Mine was a very distinct moment. I've had I felt a few, it though. I've had a few. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that you don't. You can't fully find yourself or like come back to yourself, so to speak, unless you've been completely pushed so far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that when those things happen, it's almost like a rock bottom, but in a more like losing of yourself situation. And you're just like, what is happening? And how did I get here? And I feel so lost. Yep. Yeah. So it's like been a few times, like it hasn't been, and they've been different. Yeah. Each time. Absolutely. I think it can happen more than once. Absolutely. What what was it like the how were they different? The first one was um it was after getting out of my outpatient program. Mm-hmm. Because Oh, after. Yeah. Because then you like get into the you go like into real it's like, you know, it's a lot of like heavy, intense, like questioning and people like digging you're coming being come at from all sides, like why do you think you react to food that way? Why do you think your relationship with your body is this way? Where did it start? It's a lot of like interrogation so that they can, uh-huh. and that makes sense, right? You get to the bottom of it and the root of it, and then you can tackle it, right? But then you're kind of like released back into the world. And the only difference between you then and you now is that now you are aware of all those things, but like your habits are still there. So like I was oh. released back into the world and I was like, Okay, so when I do this, it's because of this. But that didn't mean that I didn't like reach for the food to binge on. It just meant that like when I went to go reach for it, I was like, oh, wait, no, I know I'm doing this. I don't need to do it. And then like you have to retrain your brain. But for me, I needed to, I kind of needed to like stumble because I didn't go into full recovery mode until a few months after that outpatient program because it's a lot when you are thrown back into the world and you're like, oh, sh-. it's like, it's like trial and error. Yeah. It's like, okay. And I had to get to the point where for a while it was like, you know, you, you hear people talk about this all the time, but you binge eat. And then there was like, there's like the guilt, right? Just like the binge eating, then <laughs> you feel bad about it. Then you like, Oh my, then you're like, then you talk shit on yourself. Then you're like, I'm just not going to eat for a day. And it's just like that cycle. So I had to go through that a few times and be like, okay, this isn't going to work. It's not sustainable at all for anyone, my body, my mind. So then I had to learn, which is a true testament to my personality, but I had to go through it and then test it out. Like, what if I didn't do that? How would I feel? And then because it was my reality for so long, and it sounds so ridiculous, but like 
the binging cycle was was literally my reality that when I didn't do it, I was like, oh, this is what it's like? Okay, cool. Okay. And then that is when I could finally start coming back to me and accepting what my body looked in that moment because it's the issue is when you have body dysmorphia, it's not actually nothing. It's still like this for me. What I see isn't what everyone else sees. So that's very problematic because I will, I'm always activating that part of my brain where I can say mean things because what I'm seeing isn't the reality. So it's tough, but so it's always kind of a struggle, but that was for me, that was probably like my mid twenties is when I finally was like, okay, cool. You got this. And I actually started doing like mirror work and affirmations, which I will tell you were not a thing when I was in my middle, mid, mid twenties. No, like, no. People were like, they thought I was, front. no, like they thought I was cuckoo, like literally, but it's because uh-huh. I, that's what I learned. Right. Like that's, and like a lot of this, a lot of people might not know this, but a lot of this work, like mirror work and affirmations and walking around naked and literally looking at yourself in the mirror and speaking to yourself, to your reflection, that's Mm -hmm. rooted in this kind of recovery work. And so when I left that program, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. This feels really weird. Me and Andrew started dating and like, I would do like, I'd be like, hey, BRB, got to go into the bathroom and do my mirror work. And like, I'd close the door and like, you know, I'm sure you would like hear me talk to myself, but it's stuff that everyone thought I was so weird for doing. And now I'm so grateful that that's changed in the last decade, but it wasn't a regular thing that people were doing. So that's when I learned Then it happened again. But so what's interesting is I'm going to ask you then, did it, was it more like finding your voice again or creating your voice, like making a new, making a new one? Well, cause the thing is, until that point, until I actually admitted I had a problem, mm-hmm. there was no way that I could have a voice or feel comfortable in my body because I was lying to myself for 25 years, like literally lying to myself yeah. that I didn't have a problem and that this was just the way I was going to live, right? Like we talked about with Dr. Allison, sometimes as women, we're just kind of like, well, I guess this is just the way it goes. Like that's kind of the cards I've been dealt. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I was. Like I didn't realize that you didn't have to fear food and you didn't have to say no to social things because of food. Like I didn't realize that that was a reality. Uh I just didn't. It was just how I was hardwired. So I had to find my voice and that's hard. And that's what I mean about like, I know it sounds really dramatic when I say when I was tossed into the real world again, but really that's perfect sense. You know, like I had to, I was like, okay, you're going to say yes to pre-drinks even though this is, I hate saying this because I know it's so gross, but I know I've mentioned it before. Like you're going to go to a pre-drink at someone's apartment that you're not familiar with, even if you don't know what the bathroom layout's like, because you're not going to do anything. So it doesn't matter what the bathroom's like. It doesn't matter if it's a private That makes total sense. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's when that everything changed. When I stopped making those decisions based on how my eating disorder was going to run my life. And it was like hard though. Because then you're still in those situations. You're still in them. Like now I'm at this apartment and now I'm like, okay, that's not a bad situation. And my brain immediately was like, you could. And it's like, what? So I had to just really talk myself out of it. And to be honest, like, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of social support. Like I think eating disorders are tough because they're, they're not fun, cute to talk about. And again, 10 years ago, like it just wasn't as normalized as it is now. Um, 
and I didn't have anyone I could like talk it out with, right? Other than my therapist. But it's like socially, when you're like with your friends, you want to be able to be like, hey, like, you know, like have like a word where it's like, a safety word. Pineapple. Pineapple means I'm thinking about this. But I didn't have that because I mean, you know, I mean, maybe my friends would have been supportive if I, I also didn't know how to ask. Like right. there was a lot of that. The, the only reason I ever ended up going to a recovery program is because it got so bad that like I got called out, but I wanted that. Like I got to a point where I was so bad in my illness that I was like, okay, I'm going to make it very obvious so that somebody else tells me something's wrong with me. And then I'll listen again. This is who I am. Like, mm-hmm. this is just who I am. But it was definitely finding my voice, like relearning yeah. how to talk to myself. And it felt so, it still feels silly sometimes, but it felt so silly, like talking to myself in the mirror and saying like, you're fine just the way you are. Cause I, I meet my little body is more for your brain was like, no, you're not. And it's like so terrible. Like the definition of the devil and angel on your shoulders definition was going through that stage. So yeah. Right. Right. And it's also very much like that voice has been so loud. So, so loud. So because it's been so much louder for so long, it's almost like, does that voice, that's why I asked you if um, you think it was like a relearning or a finding. So I guess yeah. that makes sense that it's like a little bit of both because that other voice has been there, but you didn't know how to listen to her. You know, I don't think I heard that voice. Like I, like if we're, yeah. if we're using the devil angel analogy, like I'm honestly pretty sure that that voice didn't exist. Like I just couldn't hear yeah. her. She was muted. Like I really, and then that was, that's why it feels so weird. Cause you know, a quarter century into your life, you're like, this is weird. Like who's this girl talking? <laughs> yeah. The only time she, the only time she showed up was when you got help, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. When she was like, okay, the jig is up. Like you going to do something now. I've been really sitting in the corner, but you put me in timeout for a very long time. I've been really nice, okay? Because I'm because I'm the nice one. Yeah, and this, yeah. This, this one's been a total bitch because she's the bitchy one. I'm a great girl to hang out with you. Just gave me a chance. <laughs> oh my For gosh! Real. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, mine was mine was a very the first one I'd say, uh, and there's been I think similarly just very not as dramatic. And I know it sounds like woo wooey to say, and I was just on a zoom call with somebody earlier this week talking about this was that mine was a very physical reaction to getting disrespected and my heart broken just one too many times. And I will never forget this night. I was standing in my living room facing my front door and I put my phone down and out loud cause I live alone and out loud. I was like, enough. And I just started bawling and I dropped to my knees and it was the only time that I felt like, like, um, I was listening and like calling myself out and being like, enough, what are you doing? And like, that was when I, when I talk on my store, on my Instagram and I talk in social media about chasing that knowing and chasing that, whatever you want to call it, that light, that voice, that inner you, I very much, that was the only time I was like, okay, what if it doesn't have to be like this? What if I stopped masking, trying to solve everyone else's problems to avoid my own? What if I didn't, what if I didn't give a fuck and made decisions for myself? And what if I just washed my hands of this person, this thing, this thought? Like, what if I just started eliminating all of it. And I remember being like, this is, it was one of the first years I lived on my own. Like I had had, I lived here 
And I was like, this is probably going to be the only set of years in your life that you just have you and your wall. Yeah. And I think because I was living on my own, I, I had no other choice but to sit with my discomfort and to sit with that bad truth and to be like, what if you just stopped hating yourself? And what if you just stopped hating, not myself, but like, you know, the way you look or feeling like you had to be a certain size or feeling like you'll find happy destination happiness constantly. And I broke down and cried for hours and I just let it out. I sat on the floor. Like it feels so good though. It's so good. It does. Like it It sucks to have to get to that point. But then when you're on the other side of it, you're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. I needed that. I needed that. Yep. And that was one of the last conversations I had with my horrible person that I was with. It like was very abusive. And I was like, no, I can't. I'm not going to. And I've never, never in my life up until that point as a grown ass woman cut anybody out of my life ever. Oh, we're so different like that. Ever intentionally. Yeah. I have never intentionally done it. Like there's been like, oh, life happens and you get distant from people, but I've never been like, you no longer have space and I don't have space in my life for you. I've never. But how empowering was that? Like that alone, if you did nothing else, like just that, the trickle, like the ripple effect from that decision, I'm sure Mm -hmm. has done a lot for you because you, you feel so empowered knowing that you stood your ground. And then when you hear that voice once, you're e- it's easier to recognize. Like how you were saying, when you have those different circumstances, you can recognize that voice, and you're like, oh, that feels better. That fe- that make that voice makes me feel safe. That voice makes me feel important. That voice makes me feel capable and enough. And I'm gonna follow that one. And whatever the repercussions are of what I need to do to get to make that voice louder, I'm going to do. So like that was when like, you know, of course therapy was needed to like continue that path and what that looked like. But, um, yeah, it was just such a, it was a very crazy feeling. I will, I don't, I can't describe it any, besides the time I saw aliens, that was the second craziest time of my life. But, (laughs) but it was, it was a very like all encompassing, like, Ooh, enough, put it down, put it down and like, listen to me. So nuts. Yeah. And I think that it's so important that we, that's when you can start to, you know, we talked about this before, like, is it rerouting your roots in who you are or is it just, I like to think of it as it's sifting the dirt to nourish the roots. Like the roots are there. You are who you are. The experiences and everything that you've tried to nourish those roots are maybe it was bad soil. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't take and it's not meant to take. Right. That's the point. Yep. And sometimes it's just, you know, you're in a drought, so it doesn't get enough nourishment and water to hydrate it. So you just have to replant and build stronger and deeper roots. So that way, when those situations come up, you can eat, you can more quickly turn back. And that's why I think, I think there's a misconception that when people get away from themselves and start to feel lost and start to feel themselves straying from who they are, because all of these other things that society tells us we need to do it's very easy to get swept up in that wave. So it's, but you can always come back to you. Like that's always going to be an option. Sometimes it's not pretty, but that voice that like that decision that feels right is better to make, even when it's hard, like that hard truth is way better than lying to yourself. That hard truth is way better to sit with and healthier to work through than masking with like, that's what toxic positivity falls right into that category. So it really, uh, seriously, 
I'm so guilty of toxic positivity. Not now, not current version yeah. of me. But like, I look back and I'm like, yep, okay. That, yeah. And that is very damaging. It is it damaging. Because you, because then you're basically poo-pooing. I'm using this phrase a lot. You, like, <laughs> you're, we love it. You're downplaying, downplaying what someone's going through, right? Like anytime mm-hmm. you say to anyone like, oh, it's, no, it's just, you're being too hard. Like, no, address, like, I'm sorry. Like you always do for me. It's like, I'm, I, I'm sorry you have to walk through that. I'm sorry that it had to happen for you. I'm sorry. Like acknowledge that it sucks. You don't need, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't need to make it better for people because no offense, you're not like by you no. saying it's not a big deal. It, it doesn't just poof. The deal is gone. Like, no, it's still a big deal. You're just telling us it's not like the deal is gone. <laughs> poof. <laughs> like the deal is gone. <laughs> they're just magical. Like, but I'll just, I'll never forget the. So the second time that I went back, that I was like coming home to myself, we'll call it was like, I have a distinct, so that I have a distinct memory of. It's like frozen in time in my brain. Um, Back when I was like a bar star and I used to get ready all the time. Like I only have like close guy friends in the bar star life that I lived. Um, So my late great friend, Nate was always like my pre-drink guy with me. And so I was Uh, already- Side note, side note for Americans, when she says pre-drink, that's what we call pre-gaming. Come on. Are you? Just, I need, I need to give, I need to give the Google translation for my people. What? Pre-drink. Is it pre-game. a pre-game? Isn't a pre-game like before you go to like a sports game? Like you're drinking, but only before you go to a sports game. We're talking about the game of life. No, that's called <laughs> when you, when you drink before that, you're um, tailgating. Tailgating. Ah, uh, yes. I did that a lot in Boston. Anyway. Sorry, God. So happy on. that we have Google Translate <laughs> present on the pod <laughs> to help our Canadian US issues. So, oh my gosh. Um, I was doing my getting ready and, you know, doing what girls do, specifically women who struggle with body image, which let's be real, it's all of us. So mm-hmm. I, you know, would go and like put something on and, you know, he not, I'd come and I'd be like, what do you think? And he would be like, looks great. You look great. And then I'd be like, Oh God, you're the worst. No feedback. And then I'd like go put like something else on and he'd be like, that's great too. I'm like, um, I need more from you. What's better A or B and why? Like, you know, he's like, I don't know. You look great all the time. Like, you know, and I, it was like four or five outfit changes. And finally, like, I'll never forget like the look on his face. Like finally I come out and I'm like, what? Like the, at first I was like, this is, I guess this is the outfit. This is the outfit. That's the face he's making. This is the one. Okay. This is the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I was like, so this is the one. And he's like, AMQ, I just wish you could see you like I see you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? Do I look good? <laughs> I was like, You were still looking for that validation. So, so focused on the outfit though. Like so focused. And he was like, no, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, the reason why you walk out here in every outfit in your closet and I say it's great is because every time you walk out wearing an outfit, it's still AMQ wearing the outfit. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Least and interesting thing about you. Yeah. Like, and then he said it again and he was just like, I just really wish you saw me, the, saw, saw yourself the way I see you. And 
When someone that important to you says stuff like that, also, I've always said like, Nate's not with us anymore. And he's always been like wise beyond his years and was always imparting that wisdom. And he's one of those people that left a mark and I'm really grateful for him. But I was just so taken aback because it's, it's like one of my closest male friendships. And these are conversations that aren't easy to have usually. And he just like dropped it like that. And I, I remember just like sitting with it all night. Like I was so not present that night with my friends because I was just in my head about it. But the reason that's so impactful is that when I was doing this whole outfit change fiasco, I had found the most weight I've ever had on my body because I had been in recovery. So this was about a year after me coming out of my recovery program. And so the reason I was asking, like, does this look good? Does this look good? Is because let's be real. I wasn't in a situation where I had the budget to get new wardrobes. So I was like trying to wear what I had in a way that like still didn't look inappropriate. And I was just like, is this going to work? Like, does it work? And, you know, obviously I was looking for that validation. Yeah. But the reason I was so insecure was because I was in recovery, like, and, mm-hmm. and that felt weird because it was different. And so hearing it from someone being like, we don't give a shit. Nobody cares. Like nobody, nobody cares. Care. You're the only one who cares, AMQ. Nobody cares. No one cares. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, especially your personality guys. is you. Yeah. Like your personality <laughs> is who you are. You're still you. Nobody cares. And that really helped me accept my size. Like that was like the first time that I was like, okay, cool. He's right. And like, once again, guys, this is like a time it's, I sound like a prehistoric dinosaur here, but it's like a decade ago, it wasn't like it is now. We didn't have all this like pro body acceptance, any of that. Like we didn't have that. So for me to have a male, a very important male in my life, be like, I don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit. You shouldn't give a shit there was nobody else around me saying that there was no media saying that there was no Instagram, like these beautiful influencers that like run the game right now doing that. There's, there was, there wasn't books written about it. There wasn't Mm -hmm. documentaries on it. There was no Netflix shows about it, like nothing. It just didn't exist. So it was empowering. And it started that journey of me like, okay, I'm good. The the reason my body is doing this is because I'm coming literally is the definition of me coming home to my body because I stopped restricting. I stopped counting calories. I stopped doing all those things. And that's where my body was comfortable. Yeah. It was and healing. Nobody cared. Yeah. Yep. Nobody it was cared. Doing what it needed to do to heal. Cause it's also like, what is this? You know, you've been yep. deprived of it for so long that your body's like, I like this. This feels good. But on the outside, it's, it tells, it, society tells us that that says a very different story that tells a very different story than the beautiful healing that's really going on. And I think that that's where society has gotten better. I didn't know that. And and it all feels so like those self-help books were almost made to be a joke when the, I really feel like they were. Yeah. 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 And really now we're like, I can't imagine the podcasts have kind of taken over the book part of things, but like not having them now is almost like really, well, not having it is on, is I can't imagine life without it now. And that takes so, it feels so forced because it is, and it feels so fake yeah. because you don't believe it yet. That's why it feels fake though. Not cause it right. is, but it's, but it's cause you don't, you don't believe it yet. Yeah. Like that's yep. it. You don't, it's new. You've never spoken to yourself like that, or you've never tried to make a very intentional change on how you show up in the world and how you 
talk to yourself and how you build relationships when really the ripple effects of when you come home to yourself and rebuild these roots and block all that outside noise, that's when everything gets to be more beautiful and more honest and less stressful because you're like, yo, I'm just, I'm okay if you don't like me. I'm really okay if that's, if like you say, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And you can't make everyone happy or not tacos. Yeah, yes, yes. And I tell my students this all the time and I just needed to start taking my own advice that it's really not our jobs to make everybody like you and to make everybody think that you're attractive because you're not attracted to everybody and you don't like everybody. You said so, that, you you told me about like a conversation that you had with yeah. one of them about like they were upset that somebody didn't like them and you were like, who cares? Like, do you like She them? was like forcing <laughs> Do you like them? The, yeah. Like, fuck. Because if you She's don't. Like, well, not yeah, she's like, well, not really. I said, then why do you care if they like you? But I feel like she probably didn't notice that. Like, you know what no. I mean? Like she hadn't given that brain space until you asked her, until you were like, but do you but do you like her? Like then yeah. automatically she was like, oh, no. <laughs> You're just like, like I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, no. I'm like, then why do we care? I said, we, it's okay to not like people. It's not okay to be disrespectful. Yeah. I, it's the same thing we tell, we need, like as an adult, you need to know. And it seems, oh yeah, it's just kids. But like, no. Adults could really take a note or two also. I wanted to say something before I forget. I know we've talked about The Body is Not an Apology, the book. Oh, love it. By Sonia Renee Taylor. But I naturally have things highlighted in dog years on dog years on dog years. Some pages are triple dog eared in case I, I don't know, not sure. (laughs) But I guess I like, this is really important. I had to like make it a paper plane on the book. Right. Okay, cool. In one of her chapters, um, she talks about curbing body bad mouthing, which like, hello, hi, that's mm-hmm. my life. Um, and she talks about how self-deprecation is valued as a sign of wit in today's culture. Mm-hmm. Comedians Louis, Louis C.K., Amy Schumer have risen to great fame on the backs of their perceived flaws and at in and inadequacies. Unfortunately, this brand of humor also makes it easier to make fun of others and ourselves. And I immediately... Like, I remember connecting with that so much because I was like, totally, I have always been like the type of person who's like, I'm going to make fun of my ass first before everybody else does. I'm going to make a joke about my booty, like knocking something over, like off a table before anyone talks about my booty, because then it's like the elephant in the room. I've already talked about it. We can move on. And that's how I've always been. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always make self-deprecating jokes. And it's true. It It is normalized. Yeah. So- we kind of feel like I probably kids probably do it. Like it's oh, yeah. just part of our culture. Yeah. It's like really being the funny girl has always been like, I'm like, ha, just make people laugh at my expense. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But it always made me feel better. Like to know that because I'm also a control freak. So I was like, if I could say that, how many times can AMQ say she's a control freak in one episode? But <laughs> if I was like, I'll do it. I'll make fun of myself first. Then I just, I don't know. I was more comfortable with whatever came after because it was like my shield already was out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. If you haven't read that book, read yes. the book. Read the book. It's for so real. good. That and Untamed by Glennon Doyle, I will forever say. I've read it now. I have to read it again. I kind of like feel it when it's a time of like the year or my life when I, because every time I've read that book, I've taken something completely different out of it. Me too. It, and I filled really like a whole weird because of it. Speaking of like, you have to like rewrite the things that I, you, you know, you make lists of 
one thing you like about yourself every single day. And I started doing right. that with not being anything body related. Mm, and mm -hmm. when I was looking at that list of the things that I liked about myself, finding out what that's really rooted in and finding out that some of those things were rooted in not so great. Like it was still negative about myself, but it was be or it was based on how I was making other people feel and not rooted in what felt right to me. Like, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. So like, yeah. I liked making people laugh. I, I will forever like being right. funny. I will forever like that about myself. Um, but when it was to avoid something or to like, let me just bust. I love busting chops, but let me bust chops on myself and other people because that'll, when someone asks like about distract, me, displace, yeah, distract. like, yep. I don't want, I don't want it. I don't like it. So now like, like this whole new relationship with humor that I, and I use humor as a coping strategy all the time, but it was, oh, it was really bad. Like I was making yeah. jokes about things that were not funny and really were red flags right. that I should have paid Same. attention to. So, but now it's, I have so much more fun with humor and I have so much more fun making people laugh because it's not rooted in those things anymore. And there's sometimes where I'll make a joke and I'm like, Ooh, was that rooted in something? And I'll have to like, have to check and like get really honest and be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, you shouldn't have done that. Like that wasn't that funny because you know, yeah. I, like you're feeling insecure as fuck today. So that joke wasn't because you were trying to be funny. It was because you wanted, you were feeling like shit about yourself. So mm -hmm. it's very interesting and it's a scary, scary journey to embark on, but it's really, there's nothing externally that will change your roots. There's no, it is all the work that you have to do. There is nothing that someone can, someone can say something to help validate things, but if you're totally. not going to sit there and do the work yourself and acknowledge things for yourself and sitting with why you do what you do, why you react the way you react and why you think the way you think it's, you're not going to ever, it's You're going to still end up on that hamster wheel and it's hard sometimes. Yeah. Someone can put you on that course. Right. But like yeah. you can't course correct. Like see, someone can help you course correct, but like, yeah. no, they're not coming with you for the whole ride. Like you got to be like, well, this is what I'm doing now. I'm walking this path. It's my decision. Mm -hmm. And you ha you just have to. And it's okay to like detour and all that stuff we all do. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we all, I think I'm, a, I'm about to enter probably, I feel it. It's like a tidal wave. Like I know that I'm about to enter another stage of coming home to my body. I think I've kind mm -hmm. of been like numbed the last little while where I'm like in this limbo state. But it's a very different journey I'm sure I'm about to embark on. So I'm just grateful I have all those those memories and like the resources and the support system. And I've been so honest with myself because now I can recognize a lot of those things. Like, do we still talk shit about ourselves? Totally. I mean, we're not perfect. We're here on the pod. Like we work through shit every day, <laughs> but at least we know it. Like we can really recognize it. At least I know I can. Like I'm like... It's just, I have this like a little alarm that goes on in my brain where it's like, oh, okay. I guess it's like a red flag, but it's more like one of those like sirens. <laughs> it's yeah, like a really. If you feel siren. that, like, if you feel that little bit of a hesitation or a questioning, which can easily spiral into overthinking, which again is the weird balance between all of this. Oh but my, that if, if you ever have to sit and like question like, ooh, was that? The answer is probably like, didn't like that. Didn't like that about me right there. And like, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You're acknowledging it. And then just being able to like, you know, 
listen to that voice again, over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> it's there, people. You might not believe it, but it's really it's there. there. You probably have her on mute like I did. Yeah. Unmute her. Listen, you can mute all the things and people you want, but like not that voice. Like that Mm -hmm. voice needs to be, we need to like turn the volume up because then it's a, I mean, it's a very, it's a very, it's, it's hard. It's not easy Mm -hmm. to do, but like on Monday, I remember on Monday, this happened to me so distinctly this past Monday, I was like doing a move, like a workout move that I used to be like, you know, just like crazy good at, like so good, like so powerful. And there was like 0% power <laughs> in this move. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it again. One more time. Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to move my feet. Like, you know, I was just like, I got this. I'm just, it's my form. Okay, cool. And then, you know, it was like 20 attempts later. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I said something mean to myself and out loud, I wish I had it recorded out loud. I went, how rude, <laughs> like Michelle Tanner. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> Stephanie Tanner. I so R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. Bob Stephanie. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Right, Stephanie Tanner. And I was like, so I just laughed out loud because I was like, okay, that was a good way of using humor. Like that's a good way because yeah. I called out like fucking Felicia saying mean things. And I just like laughed at myself and I was like, oh, like the old version of me would have never been able to recognize the mean thing. It would she would have just been mean and then listened and then stopped given yeah. up and then just talked shit about herself the whole day. Like I, I used to like let that stuff control my life. Oh, I can't do a push up. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh, but like just terrible. Mm-hmm. And now I don't do that anymore. So it's like, or that would have dictated nice. everything I put in my body the rest of the day. For if sure. I couldn't, if, or mm-hmm. it was, or it was the flip flop of that. And it was, I'm going to move this way and I can't do it because of what I had the night before and then blame. My, oh, that, right. Yes. Which mm-hmm. really is erroneous on all accounts. But um, all is to say, we have very different toolboxes. And if you try a few things yeah. and they don't work for you, that's okay. That just means that's not your anchoring. And I think that when we build those new roots, we also have those tools that we go back to. Like when I start feeling like shit about myself, I will strip down and I will clean my house. I know I make, yeah, again, I, I don't do jokes. that. See, I make jokes I about it, but like I will take my clothes off. And I will just get comfortable again with the way my body moves while I move it and speaking kindly in the mirror and apologize, not just speaking kindly Mm, in the mirror, mm -hmm, apologizing mm -hmm. to yourself, looking at yourself directly in the eyes, not looking at the body part, looking at you and, and making eye contact with you and the way that you just spoke, trying to repeat the nasty thing you just said to making direct eye contact with yourself hits different. And those apologies, there's so many tears that have happened in the mirror because I'm like, that's really how I became my, my, my best, my own best friend. That's how I became like, I was a friend to everybody else, but myself. So, and because I was able to do that, I think I'm lonely. It is so shitty. And you didn't know, you could be in a a room of crowded people Yeah, and, and you still feel lonely and you don't know it. You don't know it until you don't know that that was what it was. You don't know that it was loneliness. You don't know that it was any of those things until you feel the opposite. So I think that like when you can become your own best friend in that way and come home to yourself in that way, you're then a better friend, a better, you know, whatever other roles that you play in life. And it feels weird at first, but I think that being able to navigate it and truly it doesn't happen until you're sick of your own bullshit. There has to be a time where you're just like enough, like whatever your enough is. And you're like, I'm just like, it doesn't have to be like that and just put it down because you don't have to carry that. 
I think we're like told that, oh, I have to carry this until I'm X or until I'm here in life, in my career, until I'm this size, until I'm, you know, in a relationship, which like work on the one with yourself before you, <laughs> before you go and do any of that. We hear that said a lot, but there's reason for that. Yep. Like, cause if you go into something, I mean, really, if I think about it, like Andrew and I started our relationship a, a year and a bit after me finally coming face to face with this eating disorder that had been taking over my life for I honestly, my life, to be honest, for as long as I can remember, if I hadn't done that work, I, yeah. there's no way I, I wouldn't be in this relationship because I would have not been accepting of love. I used to accept not, it wasn't love what I was given before. Like I have, you know, a history of abusive relationships cause I just wanted validation and that's not the same as love. The, the way I was receiving love from Andrew was like so different. And I was like, oh, I would have never been able to recognize this if I hadn't done all the work on myself. And that's mm -hmm. so powerful because I know a lot of, it's hard not to be like, nobody loves me. And it's like, yeah, but like, do you love you though? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a, like, really like, that's a hard question to ask yourself, but it's mm -hmm. true. Yep. I have, if I gave you a, if I told you to name all the things you love, how far down the list would you exactly. name yourself? And that as getting asked that question, I forget how, how, how I was even asked that. I think it was probably in therapy. And I was like, I don't, th I wouldn't have even been on it. Not, not intentionally because of self-hate. You wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't have even thought about myself. And that's the issue that there's all you see. We all have people in our lives that relationship hop and constantly need validation yeah. in that way. And it makes me so sad to see now because I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea because you're, t you know, it's just what you think you have to do or what you think you'll get from this, but it's, it's a way better love. And that's why self-love has been so commercialized, but, and that's why the month of February, February, we are talking all about things, self-love. And I think coming home to yourself is the most loving thing you can ever do for yourself over and over and over. February. Get it? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, On I just had note. to make a serious conversation punny on that note <laughs> on that note all right so how are you going to come home to yourself this week let's end it with that I'm putting her on the spot i already did, i already did it i already did it oh, i already did. did it by doing something today that i knew would make me and it wasn't even about my body feeling good like i I don't know. I, I walked out of that yoga studio feeling very electric that's like the best way i can buggy will you buggy and I was so proud of myself for doing it. Like, you know, it's just, it's still, you know, it's something I used to do, but that doesn't mean it's my comfort zone. It's not my comfort zone anymore. I haven't been there in two years. So relearning and re-acclimating and just redeveloping all those relationships that I had. And I'm really like, I'm super excited for it because I know I can already tell, like when I was there, I was like, ooh, like this is like gonna have a ripple effect on everything else. Because when you do stuff for you out of a place of joy and love and acceptance, it really does. And I've been shitty lately, like in certain avenues of my life, because I'm like trapped in a life that I don't necessarily want for myself. Right. So mm -hmm. of course that's going to affect like your reactions and just like your behaviors and like, I don't know your mood. Right. So I just was like, if this is I, what it's going to feel yeah. like, let's go. 
Bring it on. You had been saying for a while that you were like, I think I just need something because like you said, you've been like a princess trapped in your castle up in the sky. <laughs> My there. glass castle. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Rapunzeling this shit. <laughs> just so it's like, what do I need? And I think that you have tried things though that didn't feel right. Like there's been other things that you've tried that you were like, yeah, yeah. this just says this feels more like a chore than something. You know why? Because it was more work. Right. It's, it was more work. This is not work. Yeah. This is yep. like actually for me. I was like, let me just work some more. Mm, no, I should just fucking listen to you, but I don't. So there we are. <laughs> the only thing you should force yourself into doing is following the voice when it's hard, following something that feels right. Even when it's hard, that's the only thing that should be mm -hmm. forced. Everything else is, a, is immediately no. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, some of these decisions that I've had to make where I like try something and then I'm like, mm, it's not feeling good. I didn't want to like pull out of it because I was so worried about like disappointing the people I had committed to. And it was hard. Like there were some things that I committed to in 2021 where I was like, I can't bring this into 2022. I just can't do it. Yeah. And having those conversations was so hard because to be honest, I did disappoint people, but, yeah, but I when really it, had to, when it comes down to disappointing somebody else and yourself or disappointing yourself, always disappoint somebody else. Because yeah, exactly. if they really if they are don't meant get to over be in, it, they right. suck. If they're, like, if they're meant to be in your life, they, won't. <laughs> they have every right to feel disappointed. But if you they're say meant it's to, so much nicer than me, <laughs> you're like, they suck. I'm like, okay, mm there or that. <laughs> have you ever seen that meme? That's like, let's stop calling them Karens. That's lame. Call them, call them a cunt, like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Because like one time it was like, put a Y on it. Such a yeah, good word. It's also like a, a very aggressive word. It is. Like, You're so I'm cunty. getting used to it. Yeah. Oof, yeah. But <laughs> I feel bad for Karen's. I also feel bad for Felicia's. But you know, like sometimes you just have that kind of name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a friend named Karen and she's beautiful. Hi, Karen. You're, you're amazing. She's the most, she's the complete opposite. I feel bad for Karen's. Poor Karen's. <laughs> I know. They really get a bad rap. <laughs> I know. They could be anyone, really. Uh, yeah. Well, Boo Crew, we would love to hear how you're going to try to come home. And remember, it's in the little moments of the day. You can come home yeah. to yourself in very tiny moments of the day. And what's one tiny way you want to try? Or what's one way you tried and maybe it didn't work, so you're going to try something else? Thank you to our friend for emailing us. <laughs> that was so funny. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We got an email. Thank you, Shayna. We love you. This um, is the subject and the, line. the title. Yeah. You tell them. The subject line was, I'm only sending this email so Becca's nipples get hard. <laughs> or because it said, you said it was going to make Becca's nipples hard. I forgot I even said that. See, I don't even know what comes yeah, out. We black out. I'm telling you, we black out. I am telling you, we just sit, the microphone is here and then we, the microphone yeah. goes away. We black out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll cut stuff like for like reels and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like the, the puns. <laughs> From last yeah. episode or what, whenever we recorded that. We don't know where we are. I don't know where when we, we are, are. what we're doing. <laughs> I know we're here and we're wearing plaid. <laughs> That's all I know. So Becca got naked and cleaned and I yeah. did something really challenging, like went back to hot yoga. But, you know. <laughs> it's because we're living different lives. For you, you need to get out. And for me, it feels good to stay home now because yeah, I'm pulled in Precisely. a million directions. Isn't that so Precisely. crazy? That's crazy. So crazy. Cause I'm, we are living polar opposite lives, like four hours apart from each other in the same yeah. weather system. 
doesn't make any sense. It literally makes zero. Make it make sense. Make, make it, it make sense. sense. It doesn't. Oh man, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, we want to hear what what you or maybe what you do on a regular basis. Listen, if you have a system, like if you have like a routine where you like come home to yourself on the regs. You know, that's like, like Becca says, that's like self-love level expert. We want to hear from you, but we also want to hear from you if like with us, you kind of struggle with it sometimes. Maybe you go through seasons in your life. Maybe there's things happening. I know we said external factors should not affect and they don't affect our roots, but sometimes things are happening outside. They try and pull you away. Stop us. Yeah. Like take, like for me, first thing that goes is I stop writing my gratitude journal. Yes. And then I, it's like an immediate red flag. I'm like, why am I not writing in my gratitude journal? What do you have to be thankful for? And I'm like, bitch, shut up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. need to just like give myself a reality check. But the second I put that journal, like if my gratitude journal isn't on my desk, major red flag. It should, it's always supposed to be like right within eyesight. And yeah. so when I put it away and I do it consciously, I'll be like, that's going to go away. It's always a bad sign. For me, it's when so I turn my back to a mirror when I get out of the shower or when I'm getting changed. Oh. If I catch myself like pivoting to get dressed, I never, because usually when I get changed is like- Interesting. Like a lot of it's not like this huge block of time either, guys. It's not something that you- No. Like it's very much like when I come home and take my work clothes off from the day, I will, especially when it's a day that's been really defeating because you hear your name, literally, what, the minute I walk into my classroom, I hear my name at least 15 times. Mrs. Chico, Mrs. Yeah. Chico, and then the, I'm like, okay. So after that type of day, I'm like, you did the best you could today. Like, it's okay. Or like, I'll say little things to myself, but I'll look at myself while I'm getting changed. If I start to not do that, or I start to like, mm. oh, I just need to grab this pair of pants that's across the room, not in front of my mirror, and not like walk back to get changed, those are the things. So Interesting. it's it's little moments of the day, but you don't know that stuff until you, again, call yourself out on your shit. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, the pants were across there, but you know damn well you can walk your ass right back <laughs> and get, yeah. and do what you need to do. Um, so this has now been 10 minutes of us trying to wrap up this episode. <laughs> we're really great at this. We talked We're not about good this. at ending that. I think we were really good at doing it on, for season one, and I don't know what happened. I think because we just have more to say now. We're like, hey, oh, and this, and this. Like, we really want to, like, rapid fire at the end so there's nothing that we possibly forgot to say. As if there's, there's not another episode that we could mention this. Right. Yeah. But also, if you, have any social media. if you have any other info about adult adoptions, can you please let us know if we are on track with yeah, this? Yeah, are we not? wrong? Are, are we, we wrong? like, totally off base? We're not. We don't claim to be, perf- like, experts in that, <laughs> in these things. Just because I watch reality TV Every day almost. <laughs> Doesn't make me an expert in reality TV decisions. Right. Questionable. This one's questionable to me. It is. There's there's shows about everything. Yeah. That's how we learn. <laughs> or if you have been a sugar baby, can you let us know what that experience <gasps> was like? Oh yeah. We want to know. See, guys, at I the end know. of the episode, we just we just tell you to tell us things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just- and it's starting to work. It's really starting it to work. It is starting to work. You're really starting to listen. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have you sold feet pics? Have you been a sugar baby? Have you, do you, would you be willing to do a collective? I got you boo, boo crew, social experiment to the next sugar daddy that slides into your DM. Yes. As long as your ethical boundaries are being met, I'm speaking to myself and the answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. What if we did like an act, that was an actual thing that we did. It was a collective. What if I was like, Hey, I'm not going to even tell you. I'm going to get your real-time reaction and be like, all right, I have something to tell you. (laughs) 
Somebody <laughs> PayPal'd me 400 US dollars for my toe. My, not my big toe yeah. or my pinky toe, the middle one. Yeah. <laughs> Just the middle one. Yep. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. Okay. We want to hear about it. You know how to access That's us. Oh, we've got. Get in touch with us. We're going to tell you anyway. And we We're sure are. <laughs> hello, hello with three O's at IGotYouBoopod.com. Thank you. Or lube up and slide into our DMs at IGotYouBoopod on the Instagram machine. Or else. That's all we got for you. That's all we got for or you. Or else. <laughs> we will see you next week. We hope that you're all enjoying this self-love. I think it's just the whole esque of the pod, but specifically this month. Embrace yeah. it all. I mean, it's our vibe for sure. But like this February is the month of self-love. Yes. So slay on you blooming ass bitch. Now I have to say it all the time. We'll see you next week. I, I got, got you, boo. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. bye. Thanks for being here, boo crew. Love our vibe. Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I got you boo pod. 